Resurrection morning. God bless you. Nice to see you all this Easter morning. Nice to be gathered together with you. I trust the Lord will bless you this morning. Anyone that's visiting with us, we do also want to extend warm greetings to you. I saw our sister Marlene's parents are here, Brother Philemon, Sister Mary. I didn't see where you were, but God bless you. I trust you feel welcome. Glad to have you here with us this morning. Amen. But the most important one is here as well. And we're here to sing his praise this morning. We want to rejoice. I want to sing with you. Death hath no terrors for the blood-bought one. Jesus rose from the dead and we shall rise like him. Amen. So wonderful. Let's just sing this together. We can't sit down as we sing this song. So why don't you stand with me and we'll sing it together. Oh, death has no terrors for the blood-bought one.
one day, just as our Savior rose. Blessed be the name of our Lord. Let's sing Tis a Glorious Church in the same key. Do you hear them coming, brother? They are thronging up the steep of life. They are glad and glorious, shining garments. Blood was gone as pure Tis a glorious church without spot or church this morning. I hope you believe that. Oh, may that just sink into our hearts this morning. He's worthy of our praises. 
What a mighty God that we serve. Amen. We, maybe we'll just change the order of the service a little bit. I'd like to sing with you down from his glory, ever living story. As we just proclaim our love to him. Oh, how I love him, how I adore him. And we do have a number of prayer requests this morning that we just want to hold in our hearts as we prepare to go into prayer. Our brother Simon from Italy has just sent in and requested that we would have prayer for him. He's been diagnosed with skin cancer and been believing for a healing. Also, our sister Atasha just put in a note a few weeks ago. We prayed for a friend of hers who had brain cancer. And on Thursday, she went for a check and was also diagnosed with breast cancer as well. And she's going in for another surgery tomorrow, just asking we would keep her in prayer. You know there's many needs in the body. We don't always mention everyone every service, but we are a needy body. Amen. But I know we have a high priest that's touched. Amen. This morning. So why don't we just sing, stay in this atmosphere of worship as we prepare to go into prayer. Down from his glory. Amen. Down from his glory.
the brothers could just come and get ready for prayer at this time in the morning offering. Brother Michael Ray, could I ask you to take us before the throne, if you would, this morning, please? Amen. Just as the brothers come, let's just sing that chorus. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquity. And E flat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was wounded for our transgressions. Oh, and he was bruised for our iniquity. Surely he bore, surely he bore our sorrow. something. We knew we needed to do it. We didn't do it. He bore that. to Take that shame and blame away from us. Amen. Let's pray. Lord, my mind goes back, Lord, even this weekend as we, Lord, think, Lord, and remember Easter. But Lord, a few days before that wonderful Sunday morning, Lord, on a Friday, you are bearing stripes, Lord, for us. And you took the lash, Lord, the whip and the beatings and the thorns on your head, Lord. So that, Lord, we could stand here this morning and I, as the writer penned down, I claim the blood Jesus shed for me at Calvary. Lord, where would we be without those precious bloodstains, Lord? Lord, we'd be all lost and undone as the song without God or his son. Lord, but this morning, that is not the cry, Lord. It's not a cry, Lord. Oh, where's our God? It's not a cry of where's our Savior? Lord, there, there's, no, there's no hope, but it's a cry of thanksgiving this morning because indeed on Sunday morning, Lord, the doors of that grave were blast wide open. And Lord, your disciples, I'm sure, are starting to run. Lord, as they heard the news that he's risen, Lord, that must have spread like wildfire amongst the, amongst the saints, Lord. It's, he's not dead no more. He's not in that grave anymore, but he's alive forevermore. 
more. Lord, maybe some just in wonder and maybe awe and disbelief, but Lord, then you showed yourself. Lord, Thomas was there saying, I got to see him. But Lord, you showed him your your hands and your feet, placed his hand on your side. He said, I am the one that was dead, but now I'm alive, Thomas. Now that you can believe, I'm alive forevermore. Lord, there's a group of people on this world. Lord, we don't need to see those hands, but we believe, oh God, this morning because we've seen you in our midst over and over again. You, you've healed the sick, Lord. You've raised, Lord Jesus, the dead, Lord, that were lost in sin and trespasses. Lord, even myself standing here, a wretched sinner, but Lord, your blood saves even to the lowest, Lord, even to the weakest, oh God, to the sickest, Lord. Your blood, Lord, is all-consuming. Every aspect of our lives, it can reach that depth, Lord. So I pray this morning for the needs, Lord, pinned down here on a piece of paper. Lord, different needs of cancer this morning. Oh, God. Lord, that devil would try to come at us. I think your prophet, as he mentioned, how many doctors have tried to, Lord, through medicine, heal sick. How many, Lord, have died? Thousands and thousands have died. But, Lord, yet we still will go to a doctor. We still will go to a hospital. He said, I'll just continue to pray. I will pray for those in need. I would pray. It doesn't matter. Lord Jesus, we still believe, oh God, because there's many that have been touched. But, Lord, your will is forth, is, is priority, oh God. You would desire whatever you desire you use circumstances in whichever way but lord this morning we pray and claim the blood of jesus christ for these needs lord jesus penned here and those that have lifted their hands would you meet lord the individual needs this morning lord not just in body sister atasha's relative lord we rebuke the demon of cancer lord away from that lord is your prophet we are speaking this week lord he could stand there in full authority for he knew who he was he knew he was a servant of the living god Lord, it isn't by how strong our vocal cords could usher it out. But Lord, you stood there when you dealt with Legion. And you, Lord, delivered him. And you told out, you said, loose him. Lord, at the pointing of your finger, the demons tremble. Lord, we are the word made flesh today. So Lord, we issue out from our lips the word of God. They, Lord, that are sick. Lord, if we lay hands on them, Lord, if you believe, this is your word, they shall recover. And so we believe that this morning. Lord, for you are risen today. Oh God, we are just so thankful thankful we can proclaim that. Lord, my heart was joyous yesterday as we were here at the church. I was ready for church, Lord. I was ready to come and sing, Lord, and worship. I was ready to hear your word. So we're here this morning. Lord, may you meet the hearts, oh God. Those that are lost and wayward, strike them right in their soul. Turn their hearts and eyes back to you, we pray. We dedicate this service. All that we would be done, Lord, is to your glory. Consume us with your atmosphere. Consume us with your presence. Lord, we lay our all on the altar. Lord, mold us as you desire. May we be soft and pliable clay. And you, the master potter, take control of this very service and each life now. In Jesus Christ's name, we pray now. Amen. You may have your seats as we take the morning offering. Hey, Brother Ben, why don't you just play I'm So Glad Jesus Loves Me, E-flat. And we're going to have a baby dedication, so we're going to invite our brother Tom to come. And then after that, the choir has a song for us, and then we'll turn to the ministering of the word. We did have a number of announcements. Uh, one thing the brothers just asked that I would make known is that all the doors have had the hydraulic 
hinge is taken off of them because of the staining, so they will fly open and go closed quick in a hurry. So please just be cautious and don't go running out of the sanctuary. You might just hit somebody on the other side of the door, and then we'll have to have prayer. So let's just not go that route. But also the sign-ups for the banquet, um, for the anniversary meetings, we do need those, I believe it's by today. We'll say today. So we need those today. If you're going to come to the Thursday night fellowship or the Sunday evening banquet, we need to know for catering purposes. So if you can please do that. If you need help finding where that is, just contact Brother Michael, Sister Megan. They can direct you in the direction you need to go. And lastly, this week, there's going to be the work be at the camp. And on the Friday evening, they're opening it up at the camp to any of the young people that want to come up and just gather together there and um, spend the night. Just please let the office know where Brother Michael, it's not going to be anything formal. There's not going to be a dinner, but you're welcome to just come up and, and fellowship and spend the evening at the camp if you would like. I think that's all the administrative things we needed to get out of the way. So let's sing this song as we invite the baby, day, baby dedication to come on up. We'll turn the service to our brother Tom. I am so glad that our Father in heaven. I am so glad that our Father in heaven tells of his love in the book he has given. Wonderful things in the Bible I see, but this is the dearest that Jesus loves me. I am so glad. wonderful. We're dedicating an Easter flower this morning. Yes, uh, Brother Jonathan and Sister Moline Nyambia are having their little daughter Elise Mazita to be dedicated before the Lord on Easter morning. What a, what a grand thing this is. They've been waiting a long time and they wanted to be uh, here this morning on an Easter morning. And so now we've got this little darling that's growing up so quickly already. And uh, Elise means consecrated to God. It means dedicated. Comes from the word Elizabeth, which means also an oath to God. Mazita. And Shona meaning thankful, grateful. So that, that's, uh, you know, as parents, of course, we've, we struggle over naming our children. And we want to name them right. But the Bible says this in James 1.17, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights. Every good thing, in another translation says, every good thing and every perfect gift is from above and comes from the creator, the sustainer of heaven and earth. So we're dedicating it not to a man, not to a church, but to the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible goes on to say in Philippians 4 and 6, be careful for nothing. Be careful for nothing. But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known unto God. That, that, that 
um, translation of be careful for nothing means don't be anxious. Do not be anxious or worried about anything. And, and, and that's where Brother Jonathan and Sister Moline, we want you to come with this little darling this morning. Don't worry about anything. She's under the umbrella of the token of Almighty God. Amen. And that token is power. It's the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. God has given you three lovely children. And now with this little darling wrapped in, in Moline's arms, is wanting to be dedicated. Brother Bram said, now they're desiring a lovely life, a full consecrated, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost Spirit. Dedicated to God, washed in the blood. They're waiting now, and may you, not by any other means, but by the Holy Spirit, may he just come now and consecrate this little darling. At the end of their lives, may they have this blessed assurance that they themselves, as time goes on, know the power of the resurrection and know how to that you experience passing from death unto life. That they might know Jesus Christ, she might know Jesus Christ in the power of his resurrection this Easter morning. That a woman could be so consecrated and surrendered to God that God can just move in and use her voice. And I thought that was a tremendous thing. If God should tarry, may the power of God so move in that God could use Elise's voice. It isn't then man speaking, it's God that's speaking. And may the Holy Spirit take care of this little darling this morning as we dedicate her to the Lord. Do you want to come to Brother Tom, honey? You want to stay right there? All right. I'm happy for that. Let's bow our heads in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, Brother Jonathan, Sister Moline, I've waited for this moment. Lord, to dedicate this little darling to you, the lovely Lord Jesus Christ. May the grace of God so fill her and overshadow her as she grows up, Lord. May she be a consecrated, dedicated little darling for the kingdom of God. And Father, as she grows up, Lord, if time should go on, may her voice not be the voice of Elise. May it be the voice of God speaking through her. Lord Jesus, we lay hands on her this morning that you will take this little gift of God that comes from the Father of lights and bless her, keep her, and use her in Jesus' name. That's amen. (laughs) She waited. (laughs) God bless you. God bless you, sweetie pie. Praise the Lord. Amen. Why don't we invite the choir to come just as they're coming and getting ready. Let's just sing the chorus to the goodness of God. All my life you have been faithful. Is that your testimony? It's just become our anthem of late. I don't tire of singing it. And I forgot to greet Brother Clarence, Sister Audrey. God bless you. Welcome home. (laughs) Nice to see you. God bless you. Glad to have you here with us. But let's sing this chorus together. All my life you have been faithful.
Lord, bless your people as we honor the resurrection this morning. Lord, at this Easter season, we glorify your name, we praise your holy name, and we give you all the honor that's due your holy name. What can wash away our sins? What can make me whole again? What can deliver me from the things of this world? Nothing, nothing, nothing but the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, music, or thank you, musician. Thank you, choir. God bless you. It was beautiful. That just became my new favorite song. Amen. Amen. I thought half the congregation came up to sing that song. Let's, why don't you have your seats for a moment? I have a couple of announcements I'd like to make. The brothers are clearing the pathway for me. I'd like to make a couple of announcements. Uh, it's uh, for our dear brother Henry Waldner has passed on and to the other side. And uh, I'm telling you right now, he's not, he's not unhappy. He's rejoicing with the saints that have gone before. We are living in a resurrection season. So as I said to Sister Elizabeth, it won't be long now. It could be at any time. It could be before the service ends. And so this parting, of course, is, is, is a hardship on a family, but yet the joy within our hearts to know that our dear brother Henry was a true warrior. True warrior. So the arrangements, because of a long weekend and, and of course, with uh, different graves, uh, burial sites, they're full and uh, there is a delay. So in this delay, we will keep you posted when we will be having a memorial service here at the church. So we want to keep Sister Elizabeth, our dear sister. You talk about a warrior. She's been a faithful, faithful wife. Remember Matthew and Joel. May God deal with our souls. Amen. So also I'd like to... Um, I want you to write down or make a mental note May the 1st we will be having communion here at the church and uh, it'll be May 1st be a Sunday evening we'll start at 4 o'clock I'll try and tighten up the morning service and get the short-winded preachers preaching so that will be May 1st so put that down mentally in your mind and so also um, we do want to make announcements for the uh, banquet dinner. It's for everyone, every one of you, your children, everyone that attends this church and calls this their church home. We would like to do that in honor of what God has done for 50 years at this little location. And we have the privilege and honor to be under the best pastor on the face of the earth. Amen. We've often said without a vision that people perish. Tom Ray would have perished unless God had moved the man of God to this location. And we're thankful for his life, his wife, and what God has done through their ministry. So we're not expecting you. We just expect you to come. Don't worry about the cost. We want you to be there. We don't want you to... We want to rejoice together. So we'll be having a Thursday night, which they want you to sign up, which is a greeting one another. We haven't been around one another since COVID. 
And so it gives us an opportunity to mingle with one another and introduce ourselves. We might even put some name tags on some. And I'll have a name tag on, don't worry. Um, it's like I said to a young man here not too long ago. He'd been coming to church three or four times, four, three or four services, and I hadn't introduced myself yet. So I excused myself off the platform after the service, and I ran out the door, and I said, Hi, I'm Brother Tom. He says, I know that. But I said, I don't know who you are. And so he said, well, my name's Sam, and this is my wife, Sarah. I said, well, you're more than welcome to attend. Come, we'd love to have you. So we've had families move in. Young ones and young young in Christ get saved and baptized here all through these last couple of years. So it's a nice time to get together, to rejoice, and to be with one another. Then Friday night will be a service, Saturday, um, Friday night, Friday morning. Friday night, we have a service. And then Saturday morning, Saturday night, Sunday morning, then we'll have the banquet Sunday night. So that will be the schedule from May 20th to the 22nd. And all are invited. God bless you. When I see the blood. Let's stand. When I see the blood.
Let's pray. Heavenly Father, such a lovely song. Pass over this people. Lord, that we have sprinkled our souls with the blood of the Lamb. Father God, as we give you glory and honor this resurrection morning, we want to bless your holy name. We want to glorify you for the goodness of God that has truly followed us all the days of our lives. And we'll continue from this mortal life to immortality, moving us, Lord, into the change of the body. Lord, that's what this resurrection was all about, was to bring us back into fellowship with the Father. Lord, I can't say enough how thankful I am that the blood made a way for a great entrance has been opened unto us. That we can boldly come before the throne of grace, lifting up holy hands, glorifying the King of glory. So, Father, as we go to your word, would you please, Lord, open it to us. You said, ask anything in my name, believing I'm asking for a revelation. For each and every one, Lord, as your prophet said, we cannot pray for revelation enough. So, Lord, we can hear about the blood, but we need to experience the power of the blood. And so, Lord, this Easter morning, we pray, Father God, that you'll take the word. man that is behind this pulpit, you would remove him. And may the Spirit of God have free course through the vessel. We ask, Lord, that you'll open our eyes and our ears to hear this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's turn to 1 Thessalonians, please. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. First Thessalonians chapter 4. Very, very wonderful scripture. Familiar to most. First Thessalonians 4 verse 13. But I would not have you ignorant, brethren, concerning them that are asleep, that you sorrow not even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them that are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout and with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the cloud to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. I want to say this scripture is for you and for I this morning. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his word. You may have your seats. As you're having your seat, turn to, please, Revelation chapter 1. Revelation chapter 1, verse 18. One verse, please. Verse 
Nice to see everyone here. Brother Clarence, you haven't aged a day. <laughs> Tell me your secret. Nice to have each and every one here amongst the assembly. Revelation chapter 1, verse 18. I am he that liveth and was dead, and behold, I'm alive forevermore. Amen. And have the keys of hell and of death. We serve a risen Savior. And the wonderful, wonderful thought, and not just a thought, it's actually the event of today and the hour in which we live is that we serve a risen Savior of this day, of this moment. Many, many people today are remembering Calvary of many, many years ago. And all it is is a memory and all it is is history. But Jesus Christ, who is the same yesterday, today, and forever, has come down in this generation and is moving amongst the people to prepare them for the greatest event that's going to take place called the rapture change. And so when we say we believe a message, I want you to say, I believe a rapture message. We are not believing a nice little thought that I have on a Saturday morning. We want to move you into an event that's taking place. Whether it's on a Wednesday night or a Sunday morning, we're trying to move the people into the happening of what's happening. Yes, we can coast and yes, we can preach nice little services, but that's not going to do you any good. Whenever God moved throughout the ages, God was moving to get an attention of a people for a specific age. And it cost them dearly. It cost them dearly. My brothers and sisters, and I trust you can say your brothers and sisters, were eaten by lions torn apart, tarred and feathered and lit on fire for the gospel that they believed in. So it's not a popular gospel. It's a non-popular gospel. It's not a churchianity gospel. It is a living word gospel. It's something that should charge you. So when the word broke forth, whether it be in Luther's day, that was a tremendous revelation that they didn't have to go to the Catholic church, the great whore herself, but there was a man, a little monk called Martin Luther that caught a revelation that just shall live by faith. And when he caught it, saints of God, it turned the world upside down. But people died for the gospel. Blood was shed for the gospel. And thus, when the Holy Spirit started to move, because you got to walk in the light as he is in the light, then the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses you from all sin. You cannot live in yesterday light because there's no blood, there's no power in yesterday's light. And so it moved on to Wesley. And when Wesley withstood the Anglican church, it caused a movement, but it also caused a sacrifice of people. And they were willing to take up that challenge. They were willing to stand for what God made real to them. It wasn't a mamsy-pamsy gospel. He said, I believed in what Wesley preached. And because they believed in him, they were persecuted. And thus, Brother Ram brings up to the Pentecostal people that they had to go onto railroad tracks and crack uh, barley and wheat on tracks to have something to eat because 
they were the looked down upon because it was a Pentecostal movement and God was moving. But now we have a message. How are we doing? When you believe the message, and of course it's a coined term that now becomes just an everyday phrase. But can I say this? When you believe the word and in the power of that word and you confess that word, it's not light. Don't expect pats on your back. Because that would make it weird, wouldn't it? I, I, I just went through just two minutes or three minutes of just past history. That when they accepted the word, there was a persecution that came with the word. Oh, we're going to go into our 50th year and I can remember when I went to a little house called Bible Way House and I can remember my mom and dad was standing me. Don't you ever, ever darken the doors of that little house. You go to a proper church. I said, I am. The church isn't a building. The church is a people. And yes, there's, but now we're, we're nice. We have a nice church. We have a nice thing. Really? Really? Are we, are we pressing on to the revelation of where God wants us to move into? And what will it cause? And so this morning, I want to ask you a question. Where does this resurrection find you? It's the title of my message. In an easygoing church or a church that presses on? And the kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent take it by force. This is a warfare of all warfares. This is when Laodicea works in your lives, in your family, and in your children. It's a lackadaisical, relaxed age. But there's a church that's going to press on to the revelation of what that blood holds. Not a blood of yesterday. Not a blood of a, of a, of a church. And we say amen and cross our hands and you know, do whatever they do. I don't know what they do. I don't know why they do it. But that's not us. We have pressed and will press. I press to the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus. And so this, this Sunday morning, I would, I, I would want this to be unanimous. That there would be a people from the back, up, down, and say, Brother Tom, we're with you. We want to press to the kingdom. We want to press like never before. We see now time is wrapping up. Russia speaking nuclear. Nuclear. Judgment is coming. All will be there. But you better find the blood. The blood of the word for your day. Not just a casual church, but you got to find him. Jesus, my savior. Jesus, my lover. Jesus, my everything. Do you know him? Do you know him? You know about him. Oh, he walked the shores of Galilee. He told them to fish over here and he fed the 5,000. You know all about him, but do you know him? I know about the queen, but I don't know the queen. I know about Trudeau and I don't want to know. He might be a nice person. I don't know. But he's not doing the country any good, but that's okay. That's politics. So we'll leave that alone. But one thing I do know. 
I can stand my job. I know my Redeemer liveth. How do you know? Because I met him. He's changed me and is changing me. From service after service, the life of that blood is changing me. Amen. If you can squeak out an amen, squeak it out. It's a travesty that they have Easter eggs. Oh, boy. I thought when I got to this point, I would preach to these two men of God. Because I know they don't have Easter eggs. Can you imagine the greatest event ever reduced to a bunny rabbit? Ichabod. It was brought in by a, uh, by a German archbishop. That, that there was a god. No, maybe he wasn't archbishop. There was a, a goddess of fertility. And the egg became that symbol. There's only one that has fertility. That is the Lord Jesus Christ. And life is in that sperm. That gives this bride life. Amen. And we do not reduce this gospel to chocolate eggs. Bunny rabbits. Nonsense. That's right with Santa Claus and everybody else. It's nonsense in this world. Don't squirm. Don't worry about it. Just repent. And after this, Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished, the great Redeemer, the ransom price is going to be paid. He set his face to Jerusalem. He knew what awaited him. To us, we don't know what the next moment's going to await us. I could die of a heart attack right here, right now. You wouldn't know. I don't know. People have. Men have. But Jesus knew when he set his face to Jerusalem what was awaiting him. The scourging the pulling of the beard, the whipping and the beating and more, more than any other man. But I'll tell you what, when the resurrection came forth, the, this beard wasn't pulled then, was it? No, sir. Nope. Mary thought that he was the gardener. Hallelujah. He wasn't marred now, saints of God. The only thing he's got are the scars, the nail scarred in his hands. He knew what was awaiting him. Knowing that all things were now accomplished, the scripture must be fulfilled. He's hanging on the cross. Two thieves, one on each side. Now there was a vessel full of vinegar, and they filled the sponge with vinegar, and they put it up to uh, put it upon hyssop and put it to his mouth. And when Jesus therefore had received the vinegar, he said, It's finished. He bowed his head and gave up the ghost. And I've preached on it over the years and numbers of times. And brothers have preached on it. It is finished. Literature will tell you today those are the three greatest words that have ever been spoken. Compacted into one three-letter statement. Three-word statement. It is finished. Greatest words ever uttered. It is finished. I have redeemed fallen man. What? Adam did in the garden. I'm redeeming a people back to Eden again. It is finished. 
And that corn of wheat had to go in the ground. But it did not stay there. The tomb is empty. The stones rolled away. You might as well rejoice. You serve a risen Savior. Hallelujah. And Sister Denise, get used to the amens and hallelujahs around here. Because we're going to be doing that throughout eternity. I don't know if we walk down that little road, Brother Murphy. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Blessed be the Lord Jesus. Amen. Travel like a thought. I'll take you to my universe. Uh-huh. We're going to, hey, listen, the creator is now living in the created bride. And that created bride has the same creation in her. So if he created worlds, what's she going to do? You're going to create worlds. You're going to dwell on them. This is not a fairy tale, saints. This is thus saith the word. Hallelujah. Where's the resurrection finding you? Here's a resurrected Jesus. He meets 500. Can you imagine acknowledging this is the resurrected Lord Jesus? He says, go tarry in Jerusalem. And 380 did not believe in the resurrected Lord Jesus. Or felt whatever they had to do was more important than what Jesus said. Uh, where do you find yourself? Brother Bram said, you've got to identify yourself in the scripture. And I identify myself with Noah and Moses. I identify with Joshua. I identify with Caleb. I identify with them. But now, where do, I, do you identify? I identify with the 120. I do not identify with the 380. Are you kidding me? That's the Lord. And the Bible says he opened their understanding. So they had the understanding that was the Lord, but they didn't have something in them. I don't know what happened to them. Maybe they were a part of the 3,000. I don't know. But all I know, if I was a part of that 380, I'd make it 121. Come and go with me. I hope there's 130. I, I hope there were 500. I hope all of us make it, saints. Where is, where is it, Levi? Where is it finding you? Because this is where it's going to come down to real personal today. Because you've got to have a personal revelation of the resurrection before you can go in the rapture. Greatest words ever uttered. It's finished. The earth quaked. The angel of the Lord descended. <laughs> Man, we, we, could, I, we could just preach right there. We could take ten, Revelation 10.1 and go for a whole service. And the angel descended. And he rolled back the seal in your life. Tore it apart. And the new curse came forth. An angel, a mighty angel came down. You'd think all Jerusalem would say, my goodness, a mighty angel came down. Oh, yeah, well, let me get it on the internet and see what the internet says about that. And people will take an internet, a backslidden, over a vindicated prophet, be all lovey-dovey with everybody else, and it's Ichabod out there. But there's a church that finds themselves in the upper room. Filled with the Holy Ghost and fire. When you got a vindication of 33 years and you got an angel standing beside you, you come and see me. 
But until then, you backslidden person, why would you give them or entertain any thought that they have? My. I knew I heard it. Say it again, Brother George. Amen. <laughs> oh, don't you love it? The shepherds know the bleeding of their lambs. Huh? Yes, sir. Lovely to see you, Brother George. No room on the bench for you with your family. My goodness. We have to get bigger benches. But now the Bible says the earthquake and the angel descended from heaven, rolled back the stone. His countenance was like lightning, his raiment white as snow, and for fear of him the keepers did shake. Why didn't they fall down and repent? And the angel answered and said unto the woman, Fear ye not, for I know you seek Jesus, which was crucified. He's not here. He's risen. You can take it in Luke. He's risen. He's not here. He's risen. What are we supposed to understand today? If he's risen then, he's risen now. It is the rising of the sun. He's risen, as he said, come see the place where the Lord lay. Can you imagine now? Here comes there. They saw a man, but Peter saw thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. And this one spake. No man take my life from me. No man. But I lay myself down of myself. I have power to lay it down. And I have power to take it up again. That's power. And if he could lay himself down and die on the cross, raise himself up, then I say if he's alive this morning, I don't care what situation you find yourself in, he's still a risen Savior. He's still a present God. Amen. Where is the resurrection finding you? The greatest event, Brother Branham said, that take, take, was taken on earth. The greatest event ever. The greatest event ever. We've got the greatest words spoken. We've got the greatest event ever that he rose from the dead. All right. The greatest event ever taken place on the earth. I don't think he can surpass that. He said that in Easter Seal. So I thought, Brother James, I thought, okay, to us, that is the greatest event ever. So to humanity, I wanted to find out what humanity, you can't say mankind now. That's gender inappropriate or whatever they call that. They're crazy. When I want to use mankind, I'll use mankind. They're nuts. I'm not nuts. They're absolutely insane, and you don't want me to get on that subject. But they want to submit that nonsense to your grade two and three? I'd say get them out of those heathenistic schools. Trying to tell what a six-year-old, 
seven-year-old, how do you know you're a girl? Because I'm a girl. But you don't know. You might be hitting a man and a girl. You're crazy. Oh, boy, they, they don't like Brother Tom. I don't care how they like Brother Tom. But Brother Tom ain't going to back up. What would it have been in the garden if Adam says, what are you, Eve? It's nuts. The world's gone insane. Crazy. They're dropping bombs on hospitals and trains. Killing them by the thousand. It's insanity. And that's the world the world lives in. But I'm going up. I'm going up. In this first resurrection. You better be on that train. If you're not, repent. Repent. So according to mankind, yeah, I wrote mankind. The 10 most important events. Now we know the most important event ever was Jesus rising again. That's what your prophet said. Living, he loved me. Dying, he saved me. Buried, he carried my sins far away. Rising, he justified. Freely forgiven. Soon he is coming. Oh, glorious day. What a resurrection that is. Or that was. Then Brother Bram said, rising out of the sun. What a resurrection this is. I don't want you to look for a resurrection. We are in the resurrection. It's a secret rapture. And we are secretly being raptured by the word. Hallelujah. People, some people don't get it. The 380 don't get it. But the 120 get it. I hope everybody here says, I'm one of them. I'm one of them. I deny the thought I'm a 380. I deny tribulation. If, if a, a man who is a head of state can sleep at night and drop bombs on girls and babies and mothers and shoot them and tie them up behind their back, I'll say Satan is here and it's loosed. But so is the mighty angel. Yes, sir. Fire fights fire. And you know what? We got a greater fire. We all right? The greatest event. Brother George is the greatest event ever. (laughs) Gone, the stone is rolled back. Gone, the tomb is empty. Gone, to sit at the Father's right hand. Hallelujah, gone. Over sin triumphant. Gone, sin is defeated. Gone. And he lives forevermore. Sister message. Think of you often. See brother Hugh. Still got it on my phone. With brother George. Keep it coming brother Tom. At least I got one cheerleader. Yes sir. Greatest events. Well, Let's find out what mankind thinks. Of greatest events ever. Think about it now. Greatest event ever. 
God comes down and creates a blood cell. The greatest God that fills all space and time could come so small and create a sperm and an egg and find himself so small in the womb of Mary. But in his mind was redemption. So small he was so great. He had an angel choir at his birth. They, Brother Bram said at one place, there was angels at the tree. Father, if it be possible, take this cup from me. And, and when, Brother Bram said there was angels that were filling the trees. Just said at one word, we'll take care of them all. We'll wipe them all out. No, he had you on his mind. He had you, Brother Norm, on his mind. Sister Louise, he had you on his mind. I'll take the whip. I'll take the beanie. I'll go to the cross because I'm going to redeem my sons and daughters of God. And I'm going to show them I don't stay dead. I got power to lay it down, power to raise it up. Power to take Milko out of that chair. Yes, sir. Don't you limit God. Don't you dare limit God. Don't you limit Calvary. Don't you limit the tomb. Don't you limit him. He's unlimited. My God, my God, how wonderful you are. So now let's get it down to mankind before we get up to God kind. According to mankind, the most 10 most important events. Discovery of fire. Wow, that's deep. That's deep. The next, this is one that blows my mind. So I had to check another website to check this website because there's all wonky websites. So the next greatest event from fire is the domestication of the dog. Oh, my. You know what? If I knew that in UBC, I'd walked out of UBC. If I would have known that at SFU, I'd walk out of SFU. That's crazy. That is nuts. That they think the greatest event first was fire, the next is the domestication of a dog. I tell you, the tomb's empty. That's the greatest event. Don't you get tired of it. It's the greatest event. So now we've gone from the fire to the domestication of dogs. The next is the invention of the wheel. And the next is the creation of currency. Deep. Deep. How deep mankind is. I'll take Christ any day. You can take your theology. You can take your knowledge. I'll take the mind of God. And the mind of God said, the greatest event, the tomb's empty. Glory. I'm not finding myself in the theology of mankind or in the knowledge of man. Then it was the invention of the alphabet, the advent of timekeeping. 
the printing press, the Renaissance, which created eyeglasses, telescope, microscope, and they're equating that greater than Calvary, greater than the tomb. I say humanity is sick. If they can think that that is greater than what we're talking about today, they need to be born again by the blood of the Lamb. Is that too strong? They got me stirred up when I said, when I said, dog, second greatest, really? And my Bible talks about dogs, don't even tithe on dogs. Oh, I know you can get dogs as homosexuals and everything. Just say what it says, okay? Oh, then, 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 then. Oh, after all these, these are getting lower, traveling to the moon, mastering flight, creating photography, production of trains and factories, vaccines, fire. Oh, fire there made it down to the eighth. Creating the internet, really. Wow. Wow. Know what I think of there? That is what I think of that. Nothing. But we will preach on the resurrection this morning because that's the greatest event that's ever taken place in humanity. And now a prophet's come in this age and raised him up again, saying the Lord Jesus Christ, the same one that was with them on the shores of Galilee, is walking right into this meeting. I'll take that, Jesus. I'll take that, God. That's a very present help in time of trouble. And they call us crazy. They call Brother Branham and went off on the end. But no one ever had the vindication of that man of God, ever. Amen. Oh, they, they, they all get down to the stories. And, they, you know, they take con- things out of context so bad. It's weird. And people can swallow it. But the seed, the seed of God will swim right through it. I love it when that salmon does that cycle. It doesn't matter how many rapids it's got to go through. It's going to get to where it came, was born. And if a fish can go from where it's born, surely the sons and daughters of God can go through all that nonsense and get back to the very mind of God and enjoy it. If you don't enjoy it, why are you here? Oh, we get on a bandwagon. That's what they call the guys that are like the Canucks. No, nobody knows what the Canucks is here because you're all too spiritual. But when the Canucks are winning, everybody is voting, rooting for their team. But when they're losing, oh, they're no good for nothings. That's true. Same with the Seahawks. Don't worry, Joe. I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They're no good. Trade him. Get him out of here. But we never lose. We're the winners. 
Satan's a loser. We are free. Through the blood of Jesus Christ, I am free. In that blood, I got my healing. In that blood, I got my deliverance. In that blood, in that blood, in that blood. Not the chemical blood, but what the life was in that blood. Shed for me, shed for you. Hallelujah. Redemption was in the shedding of the blood. As I said last week, in the body, if the blood stayed there, we wouldn't have the power we have. But as soon as that Roman spear pierced his side, it let loose, Brother Brown said, the blood spray on the redeemed, on his bride. And that blood spray cleanses us from all our sin. All that we've done, what we do, and we'll do. Hallelujah. Take that devil. Yeah, you'll trip up, you'll trip up, but you'll get up again. You'll trip up and you'll get up again. You'll blow it, you'll get up again. Why? There's power in the blood. Glory be to Jesus. Amen. We're in a rapture. He didn't die and raise just to die and raise. He came for a purpose. Jesus came to this earth for a purpose. Brother Deepak, he came for a purpose to redeem fallen men. Amen. And to give us the life of that blood in man so that Adam, Eve, and Eden could be restored. We've got that, right? So there's power in the blood. It's we that limit it. It's his unlimited power. Let your faith loose, Brother Ram so often says. But we know then that we're at the last age or we're at the last times. And humanity is showing that Satan's Eden is coming to its full manifestation. When the atrocities that can come upon this earth and people can live and go to work without troubling you, you know you've been hardened. Calloused, I'll get to the quote. Brother Bram said we get calloused. Oh, I've heard of that 25 getting mowed over at that mall. I heard about that school that 30 people got shot and killed. That's just another one. That's till finally it doesn't even meet. Oh, they just bombed and a hundred and some odd, what, 1,500, 2,000 people killed at one time. Well, that's just nothing. That should tear your heart out. It should actually tear your heart out. That man can be that base. And now you understand where Paul said, I fought with beasts at Ephesus. He wasn't talking about lions and tigers. He's talking about beast man. And that beast that got Eve will not get this second Eve. That's their beast nature. Bloodthirsty. And they're out to kill. You say, well, Brother Tom, I, I, I don't have that urgency to get the hold of Jesus Christ. You better. Because that's your token to get out of here. No token, no rapture. You have to have a ticket to get on a train. You got to have a ticket to get on a plane. 
You got to have a token to get in the rapture. Not playing church, being church. People sing with operetta. Really? Why don't you just sing real? I want to tell you. Really? Where's the real voice? Brother Bram says, just look past their robes. And you'll see what they really are. Look past their robes. You got the Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir. Are you going to shoot them down too, Brother Tom? They all got to get saved. And saints, don't think bad of foolish virgin. Please, don't get in that headspace either. Foolish virgin is predestinated to be that. We, by the grace of God, got the pattern put on the bolt and we found ourselves cut in the pattern. But that left outer part was still purchased and they do make it in heaven. So don't put down foolish virgin. Just thank God that you are the wise virgin. Are you ready here right now? The things, three things happen as he descends. Shout, voice, trumpet. Has to happen before Jesus appearing. Now we say, Brother Tom, to them that love his appearing, shall he appear the second time unto salvation. And to all them that love his appearing, they shall appear with him in glory. In that appearing, you have to look at the different appearings. The Greek has different meanings for appearings. Jesus Christ has been appearing. Brother Bram said, why is he appearing like this? To awaken your desires that you have for him. So then for him to appear before us must be present. Come on. Jesus must be around here somewhere. He's omnipotent. He's omniscient. Yes, we will get caught up to meet him in the air. He does not come down here on earth. But the word Messiah is here present amongst us. And this word is to create in you a power to meet him in the air. So the Lord himself shall descend with a voice and shout. And I'm sorry, a shout, a voice and a trump. Has to happen. A shout. What's the shout? Brother Bram said. It's the message going forth. Message going forth. Every one of you right now should just be lifting up your hearts to him and say, glory be to Jesus. I've heard a shout. Millions missed it, Jonas. Millions missed it. Billions missed it. But we didn't miss it. No, sir. Because the resurrection, the resurrection came by your way. That's what he says in Rising of the Sun. The resurrection. You went to this church. You went to that church. You went to this. But the resurrection came by your way. What came by your way? The word came by your way. Brother Sunday, you can rejoice. You might be one of the last that come in. Because when the last one comes in, we are gone. Hallelujah. So the Lord himself shall descend with a shout. 
and the voice and the trumpet of an archangel. A shout. What is that? A shout, Brother Bram said in the rapture message. The shout is a message going forth. The shout is a message going forth. Not what we think the message is. The message is going forth. The living bread of life is going forth. And church, rejoice. You're not a dead church. You're a living organism, as I said before. You've got Brother Sunday here. Sister Clements here. You've got getting ones all through COVID. Sister Judith coming. She's baptized. God has been adding to the body. If the body isn't being added to, you better watch out. It's either you're preaching the souls in prison or you're a living organism. And I want to say for the ones that are coming in, they're a living organism. And we want that last one in. That's why Brother Tim goes to Uganda. That's why the brothers go overseas to China. Why, saints of God, it's not me and my four and no more. Sister Denise, you are a miracle. You want to look for a miracle? You are a miracle. How do you talk to a son of God and then all of a sudden the word starts to deal with them and they come to church and then they leave church and they go from church and they come again and they leave and they come again. Oh, fun. Finally, after she said, oh, I remember when we met in the back with Michael there, Mike. Remember that? Huh? The man, they had questions. This, this, Next time I meet her, you know, Brother Thomas is all coming together. <laughs> Who does that? The resurrection. Amen. Who does that? The Lord Jesus Christ. You can be contentious one minute and loving the next minute. You can't make a person see this message. You cannot. You cannot. You can't hit them over the head. You can't beat them and say, we're having a thousand services. Boom. You're going to repent in one of those thousands of services. Ridiculous. My sheep. Come on. My sheep know my voice. And a stranger they will not follow. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. What is it? Message. Get the people together. A message goes forth. It's Malachi 4 time. That's what he's saying in 1965. Rapture message. It's Malachi 4 time. People are ashamed of Malachi 4. I'm not ashamed of Malachi 4. Man of God. Vessel used of God. Veiled. Mighty God. Mock me. Go ahead. Go ahead. They mock Jesus. I'm in good company. You're one of them? Yes, I'm one of them. You were with him? Yes, I was. I I, I know Peter would have loved to have gone back to rehearse that. But after you get the Holy Ghost, you got converted. Go strengthen the brethren. Not now, saints. You're not Peter now. You're not Peter before. You're Peter after. Do you believe this message? I absolutely certainly do. I am not ashamed of it. (laughs) That was for the younger ones. Listen, saints, if God is on the move, I want to be identified with a God and not run from it, run to it. Seventy disciples ran away because it got strong. You watch this church. As the word gets stronger, people start running. Because they can't take the diet. 
Because it puts it back on their laps rather than have easy believing. Hallelujah. David, remember that skit? We threw that one away, didn't we? Didn't we? Oh, man, burn it, Mike. (laughs) We are one. You remember that, Dave? Yeah, I didn't like that one either. No, I won't go there. So the voice, Brother Bram says, the next thing is the resurrection of the sleeping bride. Man, you know, I got some new glasses a couple weeks ago. And sometimes in this corner right here, when I turn my head to look at something, whether it be my bookshelf or whether it be my, a door or whatever, it looks like there's a person standing there. And I go, yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm serious. I'm, I'm saying I'm living for that moment. I'm living for it. It might be just out of the corner of my eye. Yeah. You, you had that? Yeah, maybe not. You don't have glasses, I guess. I'm living for that moment, Roy. I'm sorry. I'm not ashamed of it. No, sir. Maybe one of those times it's going to be, yeah, yeah. We got it. And then I'll travel like a thought to every one of you. Yep, that's where we're living. Come on, this is where we're living. That's what this resurrection is about, saints of God. It's not about telling you a story and trying to get pictures and put it all up. We're trying to paint a picture of Christ. Hallelujah. And the trumpet. Now, the third thing is a trumpet, which always is a feast of the trumpets, calling the people to a feast. He said, and that will be the bride's supper. So if he does all three as he descends... Where are we in this resurrection? Hallelujah. I'm not looking for church next month on Wednesday night, even though Michael will be preaching and I love his preaching. I, I trust we get raptured before Wednesday night. And I'm sure he would be happy too. Are you living for that moment? Come on, I'm looking to you balcony. I can hardly see you because of the lights. Are you looking for that moment? I got one, two, three, four, five, six. There's more than six up there. Yes, sir. Listen to what Brother Ram says here. Questions and answers. 1964. He said, now the first things that happened were resurrected. The ones that are living will still remain. The resurrection will set in first. The resurrection of those that are asleep. Henry, hurry up. They will be awakening time, Sister Message. You want this quote? 1964-0823 morning. He said, they will be awakened. And those which are asleep in the dust now, those that are asleep in sin will remain sleeping. I was asked this question this week. They don't awake for a thousand years. But those that are asleep in the dust will be wakened first. And these Corruptible bodies will put on incorruption. Jonas, I don't know who's going to jump higher, you or me, but I think we'll have a race. Huh? We made it. Hopi, we did it. We pressed on to the prize of the mark of the high calling. We never sat back as young people. We pressed the mark. Hallelujah. But those that were sleeping in the dust will awaken first. And this corruptible body will put on incorruption in the rapturing grace of the Lord. And then we'll all get 
together. Woo! Oh, man, I want to take my coat off on that one. Whoa. Man, won't that be a time? Ben, even you will be shouting and dancing. I'll tell you what, we'll do it together. Huh? Then we'll be together. Brother Bram said in one place, 40 days or so. Can you imagine? I want to go to Switzerland. How's David Meyer, Meyer doing? You say, that's a fairy tale. Hey, you can have your... Alsops, Aesops, Grimm's, and all the fables you want. But I got the truth. I got the truth. You got the truth. And now your prophet is telling you the arrangement of this. He says, now, those that are sleeping in the dust will awaken first. That's why I'm seeing them at the corner of my glasses. And we'll all get together. And when they begin to get together, we which are alive and remain shall be changed. And these mortal bodies will not see death. But just of a sudden, there'll be a sweep go over us. (laughs) Hallelujah. And a sweep will go over us. That's a prophecy. No different than a virgin shall conceive. No different than a son shall be given us. Emmanuel, God with us. Now a prophet is saying, there'll be a sweep come over us. My goodness. Don't try and get an interpretation of it. I don't know what that means. But all I know, if the Holy Ghost starts moving over us and all of a sudden you see a blonde hair, 127 pound man, you know things are happening. Joanne says there was never 127 pounds. <laughs> yes, sir. Sweep. Doesn't that sound glorious? Where is, where is this Easter finding you? And I'm getting found in the sweep. Sweep over us. Sweep over my soul. Don't put it down to the next week, next month. Put it down to now, Lord. Could be right now, sweep over my soul, sweep over my soul, sweet spirit, sweep over my soul. Do we sing those old songs anymore, Ryan? You'll be turned back like Abraham. Well, then that starts to give us a little bit of an idea. Because then Brother Brown talks about Sarah waking up and saying, Hey, Abraham. <laughs> You're looking pretty good now. He, he's, getting, he's getting changed. And he looks back at her and says, where'd your hair go? Hallelujah. What does everybody else talk about this Easter? We're having an Easter egg hunt after church. Boy, that's real deep. <laughs> Crazy stuff. Don't get saturated by Laodicea. Don't let it come into your home. Get this message in your home. Like I said, my boys as they were growing up, I, Daddy doesn't expect you to listen to two hours of a tape. Sit down, son, I'm telling you what, you, you listen to two hours of tape, and, I, and when you're done, then you can come out of your room. No. Boy, everybody's listening now. You know what I said? 
So boys, if you give the Lord a good 15, 20 minutes, give him the best you can get. Give him the best. Get your attention. Focus what's being said. doesn't matter whether you listen to a tape or read your Bible or read a message book. Give the best 20 minutes. Give the best 15 minutes. Do the best you can. Mark that book. Go on from there. That's better than Aesop's fables. Aesop's fables ain't going to put nobody in no rapture. I love those little blue books Ron Oregon Jurgensen put up and made it more for young people to read about Brother Branham and how he grew up. And Brother Biscoll, I remember when he used to say he walked five miles to catch the postman. Five miles, I'm going, five miles, postman, five miles. That's farther from Langley and Cloverdale. That's going to Aldergrove almost from Cloverdale. Five miles. And now today... We got $2 a liter here in Canada. We complain about it. But we can get in our metal steeds, go down the road and be there in five minutes, not five hours. Uh, Are we better off? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know how I got there. But let that sweep go over us. There will be a change. And these mortal bodies will not see death. And just a sudden, there'll be a sweep and you'll be changed. You'll be turned back like Abraham from an old man to a young man. From an old woman to a young woman. What's this sudden change? After a while, you'll be traveling like a thought. Amen. This is my prophecy. I don't care if it's today, tomorrow, or next year. That's my prophecy. And you can see those who are already resurrected. Like a thought. First of all, me and Joanne will be having a royal jubilee. Our boys, their wives, and their children, we will be shouting, screaming, yelling, and everybody else trying to find out who else made it. Wouldn't that be glorious? I do declare. What an hour, he says. What an hour, Hudson. What an hour we're living in. What an hour. We'll be gathered with them, caught up with them, and meet the Lord in the air. Well, you say, Brother Tom, how close are we? Well, let's go to souls in prison now. The sixth seal has produced itself and the seventh seal brings him back to earth. Say the seven seals are open. Say there's a half hour of silence. No man knows when he comes. But now we're in the coming and the seventh seal brings him back to earth at just any day now. Our Lord is coming. He'll be returning for you and me. Yes, sir. Brings him back to earth. The lamb has come, took the book right out of him, sat down and claimed that what he owed, owned, and he had redeemed. That's right. It's always been that. That's the third pull. Three is perfection. 
the ministry has come to its perfection when it produced Christ again in natural amongst human beings as was predicted as it was in the days of Lot. So shall it be in the revealing of the Son of Man. I want to say to you at this Easter season, where does the resurrection find you? Rapture. Rapture. Not church, rapture. Amen. This is what he used in the rapture message. Taking out of Psalms for the first rapture. He said, this is the generation of them that seek him, that seek thy face, O Jacob, Selah. Lift up your heads, O gates, and be ye lifted up, you everlasting doors, for the king of glory shall come in. Who is the king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Amen. Brother Bram said, that happened in the first rapture. Of the Old Testament. Now in our day. He takes the same scripture. Who is this king of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the king of glory. Selah. He said watch. The shout and the voice over here. Is the same thing at his coming. Yield up the ghost. And when he did. The sacrifice was perfect. Paradise emptied out. And he said, who is the king of righteousness? The Lord of glory, mighty in hosts. Here they come, marching. Jesus led captivity captive. Glory be to Jesus. If he led them captivity captive, what is he going to do to you and I, Sister Michelle? He's going to lead us right to the wedding supper. Hallelujah! Because the Lord shall descend with the shout and the voice of the archangel and the trump of God. He said the trump is the wedding supper. He's leading us right to our position. How great is our God. He's the Lord of glory. Jesus led captivity captive. Lift ye up, ye everlasting gates. Lift ye up. And the gates flew open. And Jesus, the conqueror, led captivity captive. Them that believed on him. And the word had come to them. So first you've got to believe on him because the word came to them. Amen. There the Old Testament says, laying in there waiting. He led captivity captive, ascended on high, took the Old Testament saints and went in. There was one rapture. There was one rapture. Now comes the next. I'm one of them. They waited. And we believed. Amen. We have received our sign. The sign of the resurrection. He said the same resurrected Jesus is here. So saints, we got to start to think. Message thoughts, word thoughts, not your old ideas of what the rapture is, but what the message says the rapture is. He says, now listen, you'll never receive another sign. This is it. Thus saith the Lord. Would a prophet of God make a statement like that if it wasn't true? 
You're receiving your greatest sign, your last sign before the appearing of Christ. Saints, I want to awaken you at this time of this Easter season. That's what we're living for. This world is not my home. I'm passing through. But people will spend more time worried about this earth than going to heaven. Don't you want to go to heaven? Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. We do. I'm sorry for throwing in songs, but that seems to be my mode of operandi sometimes. The sisters never know or brothers never know what song I'm going to end with. What a sign. What kind of a sign? Brother Bram said, what kind of this sign is your last sign? What kind of a sign would they receive? He said, it's a resurrection sign. I'm looking at a resurrection sign. Jesus is not dead. He is alive. And a prophet is proclaiming the resurrection is present. Believest thou this? I believe that same Jesus is here today. Do you believe this? People look at our children and say, oh, these are lovely children. These are lovely children. How come my grandchildren or other children aren't like your children? They don't believe the message. They're tattied and earringed and whatever, whatever more. Living any kind of life they want to live. But not so for the resurrected ones. People say, well, I, I don't like the message. I don't like the message. But they like what it produces. So why can't the two meet? It's either there's not something there or it hasn't been awakened yet. And I'll take that part. That it hasn't been awakened yet. But what kind of sign have we received? Malachi 4 sign. Resurrection sign. Son of man sign. Believest thou this? Believest thou this? I believe the same Jesus Christ. I believe the same Jesus is here today. Do you believe it? I believe that the same Jesus has risen amongst us tonight. Today, showing signs and wonders of his resurrection. Believe thou this? I believe it's the same one that touched the woman. That woman that touched the hem of his garment. The same one. Jesus is here today. Jesus is here today doing the same thing. And still, he's the same pillar of fire. Teaching the same thing, confirming it by his word with signs following. I'm so glad to be a Christian. I don't know what to do. I'm just so glad I'm a Christian. Glory. Now, now, that's one thing to say he's here. Now, it's one thing to say he's here. It's another thing to say he's here to confirm what I said. I don't have to do it. You don't have to do it. I just believe it. And the word came to me. You just have to believe it. He said, now he's here. The same Jesus is here. He's here tonight in our midst. And people were just like, it was just going over their head. It was just flying over their head. Jesus is here in our midst. Oh, we got the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. No, he's talking about a person. 
He's talking about the Word Himself. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. He's not talking about the flesh body, that body we meet in the air. But he said, now he's here. Being truth, the spirit vindicates his presence. He's both spirit and truth. That's the truth. Man says that's the truth. Then why don't you say that's the truth? He said, women, that's the truth. Men, he says, that's the truth. That's the truth. Sir, you've got anema. You're broke down. You're run down. That's right. That's not me. That's him. Amen. Who's him? Gap. Yep. Who's him? Yeah. God. He said, that's not my voice. That's his voice. I'm not Messiah. He's Messiah. I want by the grace of God, just to help you lift you up into a little higher place in heavenly places to realize it's just not coming to Cloverdale Bible way, but the message or the resurrection has come to you personally. And because if it's come to you personally, then you have a personal relationship. Come lady, do you believe sister with all your heart? If the Holy Spirit revealed to me what the trouble is, will you accept your healing? You have a tumor. Trouble is, would you just accept him as your healer? You have one of the most dangerous diseases there is in the world. Kills millions of people. I'm sorry, kills more people than anything else. You also have heart trouble. Can you just go on now? Who knows these things? Who knows this? Only God. Yes, only God. Only God. So God has visited you through a messenger. You have to take it personally. The resurrection came to you, Brother Brown said. That's what this resurrection is all about. Where is this resurrection? Where is this Easter finding you? I trust it's finding you in his presence. Do you believe with all your heart, sir? Would you just speak and say what's wrong with you? Would you believe and accept your healing? On that basis, first, God's word says so. The next, the Holy Spirit's here to confirm the word. That's right. Then it's for your case. Is that right? That's true. You have diabetes. That's right. Then go be made well. How many of you listen to tapes? Or I, I guess it's not tapes now. What do, we do? what do we listen to? What's the format do we listen to? It's, it's audio is good. Works with me. In the days of the voice. So it has to be audio in some format. Right? So that voice that is speaking is not a man's voice. And how many of you heard? Some heard thousands. I can put on my hand. I'm sure I have. Thousands. I've listened. Thousands. Did anybody ever have somebody jump up and say, hey, you're wrong? Oh, they want to now. 50 some odd years later. What do you think? I am an idiot. After the fact, hundreds of thousands of times, you have diabetes, you have heart failure, you got cancer, you got this, you got a brain tumor, you got this. Not one time. Not one time somebody said, no, Brother Brown, you got it wrong there. Oh, I'm sorry, dear. Then it must be this. If it's God, it's God. If it's not, run. 
But I say to you, I believe it's God come down. The same one that rolled that stone away. The same one that is here today. And to meet your need and my need. Hallelujah. It's not an Easter 2,000 years ago. It's a resurrection happening right now. Hallelujah. Get the old thought out of your mind, saints. We are getting caught up in a sweep. Oh, we love it, Brother Tom, when you get all excited and some people don't. No, 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 no. It's not what how I say it, what we're saying. What an hour. And we've been privileged. So I can identify myself with Mary at the tomb. Have you seen him? Mary. Type of the bride. Tom. I'm him. Have you seen him? Yeah. I'm looking at him. I drive into church today and I say, oh God. I love that expression Brother Briscoe said years ago. I'm a little speck of dust. Crawling on this ball of humanity. And we think we understand God. Who creates universes. Huh? I mean, I squashed a hundred ants yesterday. And every time I squashed them, I said, where did that life go? Back to God. I said, you are predestinated to get squashed. (laughs) The other guy's running for the hills. (laughs) he's awesome he's wonderful and we can't figure him out but God has given us a glimpse of who he is through a message Malachi 4 time a son of man time revealing the son of man sorry folks sorry don't plan your millennium here Don't try and run now. Run up. Press. Seize the everlasting prize. How do you know how much I got in my bank account? Don't be the rich young ruler. Come on. He doesn't do it. I'd rather be Lazarus laying in the lap of Abraham. But this golf, as we preached last week, this golf is no more there. The blood of Jesus Christ. Close the golf. We have communion. Speaking now to our Heavenly Father, my bridegroom, my friend. Glory be to Jesus. Let the hallelujahs roll this morning. Glory. Glory. I go back then to what I preached last Sunday. For as much as you know, that you are not redeemed by corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversations received by traditions of your father. But you have been redeemed by the precious blood of Christ of a lamb without blemish or without spot. Are you washed in the blood, in that soul-cleansing blood of the lamb? Can I look at my watch? And some people are saying, I hope you do. There we go. I've been an hour. 
half hour, almost an hour preliminaries. Thank you. The rest go home, please. <laughs> no, I won't be much longer. Is that okay? Okay, give me a few more minutes. A few more minutes. I know it's Easter, and you want, you have found some of you have family coming over. Oh, Brother Ram said, oh, the love of Jesus. Precious blood of Jesus. Then I can say, oh, the love that brought salvation's plan. Oh, the love that brought it down to man. Oh, the mighty gulf that God did span. Glory at Calvary. I don't know whether that songwriter caught that revelation or not. But that blood shed them. Closed the gap for the sons and daughters of God. Hallelujah. Do I love him? Yes, I love him. Do you love him? I know you love him. But look at the age that you're living in. And please don't let it affect you. Brother Bram says the danger of rejecting Jesus Christ tomorrow and some other time is that you get hard and you get calloused. You don't want nothing about it. That's what this world is today. It's getting so calloused and don't want Christ. It's got so much luxury and things. What is a prophet doing? Discerning the age. But letting you know, don't go there. Don't go there, saints. Don't go there. That's the way every man and woman that's born of the Spirit. It's not human emotion. It's because the resurrection or the power of God... Now, I want everybody to listen to me because and, and, I'm going to be winding down now. Here's this is a quote. And normally, I put scripture in red. Brother Bram's quote's in blue. Tom's thoughts in green. But I don't mean my thoughts. Hopefully, the thoughts of the Lord. And in purple, a double emphasize. So I put this one in red. Here it is. It's because that resurrection or that power of God is in that human life and it's pressing up into everlasting life, moving into eternal life. Something is in here. You cannot hold it. Your P, you cannot, no, here, here you go. You cannot hold your peace if you had to. Whoa. You mean, uh, what's Brother Bram saying there? I don't know, you figure it out. Because you just have to figure it out. Can I read it again so you can figure it out? He said, now, a man, every man or every woman that's born of the Spirit, it's not you. It's not human emotion. It's because the resurrection... Or the power of God is in that human life. And it's pressing up into everlasting life. Moving into eternal life. Something in here. You could not hold your peace if you had to. Wow. That should have everybody in church shouting... 
<laughs> That's what he said. I didn't say that. There's something within you. That's why I, was, I was, had the privilege to be at Brother Harold Hillebrand's 80th birthday. And Brother Menno Friesen, pastor in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, he's, uh, him, we've known, I've known Brother Menno since 1975. He came out as an evangelist as Brother Bisco went overseas and he stayed and I had the privilege of him staying in my home. So we haven't seen each other, I would say, for 30 years or maybe I met him at some function or something but not really had good, real good fellowship sit down this time we had. So then when he got Sunday morning, he said, Brother Tom, he says, I know you'll be my amen corner. I said, really? He said, Absolutely. Because the amen in you has to amen the amen. 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 Well, I said, you don't have to tell me the amen. Mm -mm. I I broke free of that a long time ago. Uh Uh-huh. He said, I'm going to watch you. I said, I'll be third row down. Right, probably right where Mike is right there. And I was his amen corner. It's just something in you. You can't manufacture this. I told, if you want a real testimony, you, you, you talk to Brother Ken privately. I told him I'll never say amen. I'll never say hallelujah. And I'll never say glory to God. And look at me. It's not me. Not me. I'll tell you, the first time I did do it, I felt just so conspicuous. I, you know what the devil gave me a thought? They think you're spiritual now. <laughs> but after I broke that thought, amens came pretty simple. Yeah. I don't care what they think. I want what God thinks. Yeah. And I want him to know I love him. Yeah. I want him to know I'll praise him. Yeah. I'll glorify him. I got a resurrection in me. Yeah. Moving me from everlasting life to eternal life. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No, sir, no pump up, no church has to do it to me. No, sir, you just open the Bible. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. Amen. Listen, listen to this. I I hope you're enjoying your Easter. Israel knew something was coming. It was prophesied. They knew the prophet was coming. They knew deliverance was coming. They didn't know how it was coming. And when it came, were they disappointed? I don't know. 80 year old man. Here he comes. Carol? Let my people go. More bricks, less straw. What a vindication that was. But they don't write that on the internet. They don't throw Moses down. Look at that. Look, Pharaoh made it harder on them. You know, we can't believe Moses. Really? God was hardening Pharaoh's hearts. God had a purpose, and that's what's happening to them. Their hearts are getting harder, but ours are getting softer. But Israel knew something was coming. Israel knew something was coming. Luther knew something was coming. Wesley knew something was coming. Finney knew something was coming. Knox knew. Kelvin knew. That's it. They knew there would come a time where the pillar of fire. Come on. They knew. That the pillar of fire was going to visit the church. Back in the church again. They knowed it would come. But they didn't live to see it. But they looked forward to it. 
I want you to rejoice this morning. You're not looking forward to it happening. It is happening right now. They look for it to happen. He was the lamb in Luther's time. He was the lamb in Wesley's time. He was the lamb in Israel's time. And each house of God has to be covered by the token. This resurrection, this word, this life. Where do you think the resurrection was? Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Where was the resurrection? The resurrection was in him. The resurrection was in his life. And that life is in you. So then if the resurrection's in you, where's the resurrection? Sweep over us, Lord, this morning. Sweep over us this morning. Musicians, please come. The blood cell overshadowed Mary. He was life, and life overshadowed, created a blood cell around itself. And anybody knows that the blood cell comes from what? The male. That's right. The life lays in the blood cell. And the blood cell coming from the male, not the female. There's where the life is in the male sperm. Notice then, God himself come into the womb of a virgin Mary, wrapped himself in created blood cell. Hallelujah. That's the reason we can have eternal life. Then when that blood cell, because of sin, was pierced with the sword yonder, it broke it and freed God yonder. When it broke open that blood cell, it washed us, brought us to himself by the Holy Spirit, and now we are the sons of God. I want everybody to say amen. Now we are the sons of God. Deity itself. Come on. Come on. Where does the resurrection find you? Deity itself is in you. Say praise the Lord. That life released at Calvary has come on the believer. And now is released on you in this last day. It says what kind of life? Deity. No wonder we believe in the supernatural. No wonder we can believe in all things. Why is it in him, in us, wrapped up in us, in this mortal body, where there was sin, and now sin's been erased by the blood of the Lamb? Where is the resurrection finding you this morning? Where do you find yourself in the time when God is revealing himself to his children? We either believe the message or we don't. We either believe we're in his coming or we don't. We either believe that we're one of them or we aren't. The conclusion of the resurrection is to take a waiting bride away. To be with him forever and ever 
and ever and ever. I trust you find yourself in him at this Easter season, at this resurrection time. Because if you are found in him who is the word, you're going to be gone. You're going to be gone. And so I shall leave the rest for another time. Amen. No, thank you. Praise the Lord. Do, ah, yes, I know. Did we sing that? Yes, I know, I truly know. Jesus, blood, and make it. Help me, Ryan. Come ye sin. Watch your stand.
I hope your ham is not baked or fried. I trust, though, you've enjoyed the presence of the Lord. Yes, I know, I surely know that was my next part. Because Job, when he realized all hell assailed, he could be on that ash heap of that accepted sacrifice and sing, Yes, I know, I surely know, Jesus' blood dying I got it circled so I might as well say it the hour has arrived truth has to be known we see the Holy Spirit moving amongst us working in human flesh it's the hour we're just here friends that's all the exodus is on amen Amen, Josiah. The exodus is on. That means the resurrection is on. And I happen to be a part of that resurrection. God bless you. Token, third exodus, indictment. You got to have them all. Realize, saints, you've been caught up in something you've been unaware of. But let the Holy Spirit start to sweep in amongst us and charge your life like it's never been charged before. Don't get cooled off. Get burning hot. Press the battle. Brother George, would you mind closing us in a word of prayer? So happy you're here. Amen. Let us pray. Oh, our dear Heavenly Father, we're grateful, Lord, that we can confess that we know. Not because we read it in the books, not because we were told, not because we worked for it, not because we qualify, Lord, but because the one that said, Let there be light, and there was light. Is the same one that said it is finished. Yes. That's our confidence, Lord. How the devil wants us to misbelieve, to disbelieve that it's not that easy. It can't just be that. But Lord, that was how you did it. You said, Let there be light, and there was light. And when you said it is finished, it is finished, Lord. We want to go in this might, Lord. Because you say it is finished, we want to take it this day, Lord, that it is finished. Give us grace to confess, to keep confessing, Lord, to keep saying it, whether the devil likes to hear or not, that it is finished. You paid for the sickness, it is finished. It might come, you say you are still sick. No, it is finished. The body may still be sick, but it is finished. Say you are still a sinner. No, it is finished. 
Oh God, we thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for your word that came to us this morning, Lord. Lord, may we go with this confidence that it is finished. The battle is over. Because we are not the ones fighting. You fought and you made us more than conquerors. We want to uphold that, Lord. No matter the storms, Lord. May we remember this day that, Lord, you said it is finished. May we go with that confidence, Lord. Thank you, dear Father, Lord. Be with us, Lord. We are trusting in your word. And we know that cannot fail. Because it's been proven that heaven and earth will pass away. But not a jot of that word will go unfulfilled. Oh God, how we can trust in that. Knowing that it cannot fail. Thank you, dear Father. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you for the blood. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Well, before we go, one last song, all right? Just give me your hand. Give one another a handshake. Say, God bless you. Just give me your hand. Let's
forget everything we said here today. No, 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 no. But it's so easy, isn't it? Man, I wish I had the moves, Brother George. I do. I wish. It's just, maybe up there I'm going to get them. I'm going to get a voice. I can sing. A body. I can dance. Oh, you say, Brother Tom, you're getting fanatical. Absolutely. I'm looking for a city whose builder and maker is God. I'm looking for a city streets of gold you don't think I'm happy about that not just a story of a future home that's my home prophesied I just have to figure out what street I live on that's the only thing I have to worry I don't even worry about that because wherever it is it's the right place well I guess we gotta go oh is there one more song Ryan what do you got one more you don't know? Okay, I'll turn to my right hand. Oh, see the bright light shine. Last song, we'll go home. Oh, see the bright light shine. It's just about
say? They go for playoffs. One more, Gil. I'll take Brother Gil's leadership any day. You know, they, they play, go for playoffs. And people pay extremely exorbitant amounts of money for front row seats. Front row seats are empty. Nobody wanted to pay any price here tonight. Thank you, Billy. Uh-huh. I'll get some of the ones in the back and the front. But they pay for that and their team loses and they go away totally depressed. They paid big money to sit at those seats and they made themselves great fools of themselves. Guy gets a hat trick. Everybody goes crazy, throw hats on the rink. Saints, I don't think we've been liberated enough yet. I really don't. I really don't. I think there's a liberation coming. When they threw down that hole, I'll bet they took that old hole. And the... Jubilee time. We're in jubilee year. Come on, saints. We're not just having a jubilee event. We are jubilee. You should be free. You should be glorifying God. You should be lifting up your hands. I'm in a resurrection. Hallelujah. That old taskmaster devil not going to get me no more. In fact, I'm going to tell that devil, get under my feet. These are not just expressions. These are reality. This is reality. Amen. And our children got to see our parents living this reality. That they want to know that their God of mom and dad is my God. Round two. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, not difficult for a preacher. Joel's army comes in plain view. Last song, Gil. Joel's army.
that was he said rise another sun what a resurrection this is shake one another's hand you're dismissed sorry for holding you so long